Welcome to another episode of How You Can Too with your host, your boy, Alvi, a.k.a. Danny, a.k.a. Mr. You Can Too. In today's episode, we're actually building off of episode 32, which was how to live a dream affirmative life through your one love and your big dream. And we're jumping into the next step, which is understanding the two forces of Tai Chi, which is all around balance. So in this episode, we're going to dive deeply into why balance is so important in life and how you can think about developing the ideal balance for you in order to live a healthy, fulfilling, and amazing life. If you find value from this episode, please share it with your family, friends, and loved ones. And if you feel called to, please leave a five-star rating and also a review. I appreciate you. I honor you. And as always, you can too. Enjoy the show. Welcome to part two of a four-part series on how to establish motive for change and develop healthy core values. Today's episode, we are going to talk about the two forces to balance in order to live an ideal life, live the best life that you can possible. This is going to build off of episode 32, how you can lead a dream affirmative life. And this is all going back to the one, two, three, four approach that Paul Check has taught me and has had a profound impact in my life and the lives of thousands of people around the world. And part one was referring to the number one or the one love, that one big dream. Part two, we're forcing, we're, excuse me, we're focusing on the two forces to balance. And this would be the yin and the yang or the principle of Tai Chi, which essentially says that two forces create the universe and all of life. So if you've ever seen a yin-yang symbol, right, that circle that's divided in half where one major half of it is black with a little white circle and the other major half is white with a little black circle. And essentially what that image is teaching us or is portraying is that balance is so important to each of our individual lives. I'll say this, balance will look different for everybody. So when you think about balances, how do you create homeostasis? How do you create baseline health in your own life? Understand that this balance is going to be specific to your dream and only yours. And it's not to be compared with somebody else's. And how you balance is going to depend on how you desire to express and experience yourself when we think about the yin energy right we think we're thinking about things that are bringing energy to the body we're thinking of things that are anabolic in nature anabolic meaning tissue building as opposed to the other side we're thinking about the yang these are things that are that require energy right they are actually tissue 
destroying. An easy example that I can use to demonstrate this could be exercise. When we talk about working out, training in the gym, when you actually work out, you're breaking down those specific muscles. It's a catabolic process. It takes energy in order to move your body in such a way that's going to break these tissues down. However, how a lot of us think about exercise is based off of the anabolic benefits that it can provide, right? We think about the muscle growing stronger, growing bigger, more robust. That's the anabolic process. However, in order to reach this anabolic process, what gets to happen is that your body is going to require an ample amount of sleep. It's going to require the proper amount of rest. It's going to require nutrient-dense nutrition in order for that tissue that you just destroyed to come back more dense, more strong, more defined, whatever you may be looking for. Something that I see happen a lot and how people end up getting too far off balance is that you may be focusing too much on the yang side, too much on the tissue destroying side. Think about this. I know so many people who try to manage stress through rigorous exercise. And rigorous exercise is a stress in itself. So essentially, when you do that, you end up trying to add on stress to combat the stress that you already have. What's actually happening is that you're distracting your mind from that stress, but your body doesn't know how to differentiate physical stress from mental stress. So what you actually end up doing is digging yourself in a bigger hole. And oftentimes this hole, we don't notice it until we've dug it so deep and it's so hard and daunting to try to climb out of it. So my invitation to you is instead of trying to work out to combat stress, right? Instead of trying to exercise in such a way that's going to take energy away from the body, instead focus on working in. Working in is doing exercises that actually bring energy back to the body. Examples of that can be gentle yoga. It can be balancing breath work. It can be doing light stretching. It can be going for a walk out in nature. There's so many different things you can do that can actually allow you to bring energy back into your body as opposed to expending it in those situations. Another thing you can think about from a from like a, a neuro standpoint is are you tapping into your sympathetic nervous system, that fight or flight? Or are you tapping into the parasympathetic nervous system, that rest and digest part of the nervous system? There's a lot of people out there who have digestive problems or they have problems getting to bed on time or getting good sleep, period. And you think about that, right? Both of those are examples of rest and digest. 
if your body is always in this fight or flight mode, you're overthinking, you are constantly in a state of trying to produce or you're consuming things that are really excitatory, that's going to prevent your body from switching to the parasympathetic side and being able to digest properly or be able to sleep deeply. That's why I always make sure for myself and when I'm working with clients, when it comes to the nightly routine, making sure you are doing things that are putting your body in a position to get great rest. That could look like your whole entire morning, or excuse me, your whole entire nightly routine. Maybe it's taking a bath and then doing your self-care routine and then reading a relaxing book. By doing those types of things, your body is putting itself in a position to actually rest, to actually get ready to go to sleep. As opposed to if you're up late watching TV and you're watching something super exciting, it's going to keep you up. And, and I experienced that the last two weeks with the Miami Heat being in the playoffs. You know, typically my ass is in bed super early. However, with the basketball game being on, you know, if it starts at 9 o'clock and it's not ending until 11.30 and I'm, you know, watching at the edge of my seat to see, you know, what's going to happen. Is this going to be the game-winning shot or are we going to lose to this game-winning shot? You know, that type of excitement is going to, it's going to keep me up. And I noticed it. it took me an extra like hour to like really wind down and get myself to sleep. And in effect, it, it actually impacts how great of a day I have the next day, how my energy levels are the next day. And, you know, for me, you know, I don't beat myself up about it because I understand why I did it. Yet without that level of awareness, I would probably just be wondering like, why couldn't I get to sleep on time? Why am I lacking energy this next day? So that's something to keep in mind for yourself. Like, what's your nighttime routine look like? Is it putting you in a position to go to sleep at a restful hour and be able to get up with a bunch of energy? That's just one example there. There's so many more other ways to look at these two forces and how you're balancing them. So far, I've given the examples of being too much on the yang side, too much on the energy, the energy expenditure side. I actually want to focus on the other side now. Let's look at what it's like if you're too much in this yin energy, right? If you're if you're doing too much relaxation and not getting enough activity or stimulation in, it's going to show up as lethargy being really tired, not feeling like you have any drive because there's a lack of movement going on. A lot of times if there's not enough of this, this can lead to, you know, weight gain. It could lead to unhealthy sex drive. It can lead to essentially not having enough energy to go out in the world and do the types of things that you really love that really inspire you, that really allow you to create and be in a position to live a fully fulfilled life. So understand this can go both ways and it's going to look completely different for each individual.
And my invitation to you is to really check in and see how is my balance between doing and being? What is my balance between resting and getting after it? What is my balance between finding inner peace and tapping into that inner drive and like getting things done? Because once you're very clear on what that looks like, then you can actually put in the work to instill more balance, to create more balance in your day-to-day life. Then from there, you can see how does that impact how you show up in the world? How does it impact how you feel about yourself? How does it impact how you feel about others? Because once you're clear on these two forces, I guarantee you it will put you in a position to have so much more fulfillment. And like I always say, with awareness comes choice. So build awareness around the yin and the yang. Build awareness around how you are showing up in every aspect of your life and where more balance can be achieved. I'm going to throw out a couple of different examples of what it looks like to be on the yin side and the yang side and what these differences are on the spectrum. So you have anabolic versus catabolic, wet versus dry, seed versus sprout, night versus day, cooling versus warming, slower versus faster. If you're constantly churning, 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 going, 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 doing things super fast, balance for you is going to look like slowing down. If you're the type of person that's super chill, super relaxed, extra slow, but adding a little bit more speed may provide more balance for you. Other differences we have is parasympathetic versus sympathetic, unity versus division, nurture versus provoking, accumulating versus spending. Water versus fire, earth versus air, work in versus work out, create versus transform, desire versus will, nature versus industry, spirituality versus silence. I'm sorry, spirituality versus science and silence versus language. Think about how you can balance all of those different entities in order to achieve your homeostasis or your baseline health. And make sure that this balance is specific to your one love, to your big dream. Because when you create your big dream and you have a clear picture of what that looks like, you can see where you stand in the balance of it. Are you going too fast? Are you going too slow? Think about that. Digest that. Because how you balance is going to depend on how you desire to express and experience yourself. Use this information as a tool to build clarity because with clarity comes awareness and with awareness comes choice. And your choices are going to dictate the type of life that you live. This is something that has had a profound impact on my life 
And I've realized even on my health journey, like kind of in the middle of it, maybe like two, three years in, it's like, okay, there's certain things that like I'm trying to take too serious that I get to relax on to come back to balance. And three years before that, it was like there were so many things I was so relaxed on that I got to become more rigid in order to create discipline and create a new homeostasis for myself. Now I'm experiencing it in a whole different way where even day by day I get to check in with these two forces and I get to understand like, okay, what do I need to step up? What do I need to bring back a little bit? What's most important right here, right now? And it's always through the lens of balance, balancing the yin and the yang, balancing the muscle building versus the breaking down of muscle. What's anabolic? What's catabolic? Take the time, reflect, see what your ideal balance looks like. From there, once you come up with this ideal balance, write down five things that you can do on a daily basis that's going to allow you to achieve this level of balance. And once you establish this new level of balance, check in and see how does this impact how you feel about yourself? How does it impact how you show up in the world? How does it impact how you interpret different circumstances as they come about? Because with balance comes a lot of peace. And I believe that the more peace that we all have as individuals, the more peace that we bring to this world. And I make up that we need peace more now than ever. I appreciate you taking the time to listen. If there's any way that I can be of service, please reach out to me. You can either find me on Instagram at MrYouCan2. And if you know me personally, shoot me a text message, shoot me a call. I'm here for your growth. I'm here for transformation. And ultimately, I understand that if I do it or if anyone else out there in the world does it, then you can too. Have an amazing rest of your day and go after what's yours. Peace.